Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Bob Video Games. Dan's not here, but that's not a problem, I swear. Oh, no. Chris Wolfhard. No one cares about Burt Reynolds. And Dr. Agro. Look, all I'm saying is, has anybody actually seen Dead Island 2? I mean, anybody not on Deep Silver's payroll? Here on Gigaboots. All right, we're, we're here. Did, oh. we, did we do it? Are we here? <laughs> I think so. Are Hopefully we here? Are we alive? <laughs> oh, man, I'm it was sure nerve-wracking. we are. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts. Right. Yeah, chat, let us know if anyone's not able to hear someone. Like, if you can't hear Chris, that's a problem. <laughs> yes, please, God. That... <laughs> oh. All right. But the, this is Big Thing 209. Hope everyone's excited to talk about stuff, mm. video games. Oh. All right. So uh, last week, me and Dan went through Metroid Prime Remastered. Oh. It's the first time I've ever played through that game. Really? Yeah. No, I, I've, huh. I picked it up last week myself. I, I thought I was the only one who'd never played it. <laughs> I've never played it either, but I didn't buy it because it was $40. <laughs> Fair. Did you get to play any of it, Edgar, or did you just pick it up? I did. I, I got to play a good bit of it. Great. I assume you played all of it. Yes, of course. It yeah. was a Friday stream, so we went all the way through it. Mm -hmm. It is really nice having to on six. I did not play that game back in the day because it, the controls were so weird. Yeah, I was going to say, did you do original controls, or, or <laughs> are you a wuss? <laughs> are, what, are you using original controls? Hell no, I'm a wuss. <laughs> I, after a few hours, I'm like, I should turn that on to see what it was. Oh, God. And I remembered that I had played this, like the reason I never bought it, because I had a GameCube. Right, of course. I, I, I played it at a Walmart kiosk for like five minutes and went, this is untenable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I played someone else's copy, maybe Joe. And I played like 20 minutes of it, did the intro, and was like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but having that, it actually feels like a surprisingly good uh, conversion of a Metroid game to 3D. I was, I didn't expect that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the the first time you get into the Chozo ruins, it's like, oh wow, this this is they did it. <laughs> they, they did it this long ago, and then they stopped doing it. Right? <laughs> Why did we stop doing this? I don't. I bet that 3 did really bad or something. Mm. Unclear. Uh, I mean, it was a Metroid game, and no Metroid game has ever done good. Right. Before Dread is my understanding. Right. Dread, I feel like, is the first one that actually sold well. Oh, man. Like, I can get why this game has such hardcore fans. Like, like the, the entire... It, I mean, it's just one big-ass Zelda dungeon. Like, a good 3D Zelda dungeon. The whole game. Holy shit. It is kind of like that. I, I found myself wishing some of the areas felt bigger, but I feel like... A new game could do that. Like, it mm. definitely feels a little limited by the GameCube. Like, some, so many connecting hallways that don't need to be as... That they need to be there to load in more assets. See, I, I, I found those helpful as uh, for orienting myself. Like, I'd open a door and go, okay, it's this hallway. I know what's down there. Hmm. I could see that. There are some weird changes for this version. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, that thing where you hit the button once and you shoot three times if you hold it, that's only in this. That's... 
weird because that's the weirdest thing in the game yeah why would they have done that i don't know because every like is the later you go in this game the more it's like only use charge shot yeah i'm like <laughs> please stop making me waste time before i can charge shot yeah I, I don't know why they did that and there doesn't seem to be a way to turn it off whereas most of the stuff you can like go back to old control schemes and stuff hmm that is really bizarre <laughs> um since we played through all of it, there are definitely some some bumps. Did you get to the phase on mines yet, Agro? No. Uh, I, I cleared Chozo Ruins, did a little Magmore Caves, and I'm smack dab in the middle of whatever the ice zone is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think all the zones are cool until you get to phase on mines, which... Oh, yeah? It's three zones long. Like, you literally get on elevator, it's like going to phase on mines, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's a little rough. <laughs> It's also the hardest area in the game. There's basically no save points. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, playing this on the Switch feels like cheating. Being <laughs> able to just put it into sleep mode and be relatively sure that it's going to be there when I come back. Yeah. Like, I reached a save room and I went, a save room? What the fuck is... Oh, right, this is a GameCube game. <laughs> yeah, no, if you die, you'd go back to the save room. There is no mm -hmm. autosave. Mm. Ever. Mm. <laughs> brutal it mm, is mm. which i had no problems <laughs> sorry with, Chris, with what such, was that <laughs> with such a big um like control and graphical overhaul you'd think they'd add even a bad auto save i know right you would you'd expect something like that but i guess they're like no no you, the purity of experience yeah that's that's what i figured was the reasoning behind that is that's how the game was set up to be played right and like i said i really didn't have issues until this phase on mines <laughs> <laughs> i got i got kind of worried because it took me a lot of my health trying to figure out how to beat the boss in chozo ruins mm -hmm. jesus christ like i'm like since i did it on my first try it was exciting and engaging and i'm glad i overcame this challenge <laughs> if i had died it would have been stupid and arbitrary bullshit why would you design a boss like this yeah a lot of the bosses are scan it <laughs> yeah i i really you know i thought it was going to be annoying but the longer i play it the more i like whipping out the scan visor and like learning shit and it's it, it's a really cool like immersive gameplay thing it is neat. I I think that where the visors thing breaks down for me is when they add more visors. Yeah, I'm expecting more visors, and I I was waiting for how brilliantly that was going to. <laughs> well, you have a heat vision visor mm. and an X-ray visor. Oh, that's exactly what I was worried about. And it, it feels like you really didn't need either, and they just are arbitrary where it's a lot of content. Mm -hmm. Where it's like you could have had one visor mode that did all of these. Mm. instead they want to have battles that are focused on changing visors it's like oh no 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 <laughs> oh no that, that's not good at all um they the way the dodge works and this is pretty weird and apparently stumped dan for the entirety of the game like he didn't understand how it was working i was really glad i saw that clip <laughs> yeah yeah you hit you have to tap jump if you want to do the dodge you, if you hold jump you do not do the dodge mm -hmm. which is confusing <laughs> yep it's it's there's a lot of uh button choices from uh, from this game where i'm like yep this this was early days yeah <laughs> this is the jump button unless you're in the morph ball then this is the jump button yeah apparently the jump button jump 
Morphball was added in this version. What? Yeah, you just had to deal with bombs. Oh they didn't my add god, I was gonna say, then if you want to jump really high, you've got to do the bomb double jump. <laughs> oh man, that's that must be so much harder with just bombs. Right? Because in this one, you can, you know, like, jump and bomb and then jump into the bomb. Oh god. Yeah, you can... Um... Apparently that was added in Metroid Prime 3 back in the day. And then I think they backported it into these old games when they did that Wii collection. Mm. Um, but I don't know why the jump button isn't the jump button when you're in the ball. <laughs> right. like, it just seems like a weird uh, oversight. Mm. But I, I can really see how this was blowing minds back in the day. Because, you know, the level in the worlds are still amazing. It's just mm -hmm. every now and then you're like, oh, great, I have to fight this annoying enemy i need to circle strafe around again because i had to backtrack ray yeah yeah i i did find myself wishing that the movement was better and all these things it really made me excited for like a new metroid prime where they get to reinvent stuff mm -hmm. like make it a smooth third or first person shooter as we know that now it actually it tricked me uh <laughs> with the opening uh-huh uh, -huh. uh which, by the way, that set off the thing and then flee from the space station is a really cool sequence. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, this was on the GameCube? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, I got, I got missiles and I got the morph ball. I've, I've heard of these things. I played uh, Metroid on the NES, I think, at a friend's house once. I, I, I'm down. I played Smash. I, I know how Samus works. <laughs> Wait, so you haven't played other Metroids? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Not even Dread? No, I never played Dread because I'd never played any other Metroids. I'm like, oh, I'll skip it. All right. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, you got the Morph Ball and then the missiles and like, all right, this this is a cool like starting set of, of, of abilities and maneuvers. And I'm like grappling. Why do I already have grappling? That, that I'm about to trip and lose all of my powers, aren't I? <laughs> This was the worst trip and lose all your powers I've ever seen. No wonder it inspired so many like bad web comics back in the day. Yes, I just remember a hundred web comics featuring Samus tripping over a storm drain and like all the pickups falling out of her down the drain. Right yeah. when this came out. Oh, yeah, I did I did not know this was the origin point for all those. So when it happens. And it's the lightest little, she hits it's, her head against the wall and so loses dumb. everything. I'm like, fine, take the morph ball. Give, give me back my shoulder pads. <laughs> no. The, um, the music in this game is, okay, the track for the Talon Overworld. Yeah. I keep going back and forth trying to decide whether or not it's ripping off like a main Pokemon theme or Hyrule Field. <laughs> it is very Nintendo song shaped. Okay. Yeah, I know a lot of people love the soundtrack in this one, and I I think there are some really good tracks in there for sure. I didn't have the same brain disease of like, is this, this is Zelda <laughs> that you did though? <laughs> well, I mean, that's just everything is run through that filter. How like unto Ocarina of Time is this? Mm, it's a piece of balsa wood, so three out of ten. <laughs> We're getting there. Uh, they also do some weird things at near the end of the game, which I, I this is structure, so I don't think it's that much of spoilers. But there's a point where it's like you've unlocked every area in the in the world. Go find the hidden artifacts within that, 
um, and they're all given to you through cryptic uh, notes. Yeah, yeah. I, I found the place where they listed all the stuff. Yes. Okay, I, I didn't know if I was going to come across those throughout the game, or apparently I'm going to have to go Triforce hunting at some point. Basically, yeah. Fantastic. And there's there's like no teleport rooms in this. There is no fast Nothing. travel, which is mm. a little frustrating in the game where you move pretty slow. <laughs> I think the last like three hours or maybe only two hours, it felt like an insane amount of time was the end of our stream just doing this. I believe it. Give, give me hope for the future. The ability to use the morph ball on those magnetic rails. Uh-huh. How far into the game is that? That is not too far. Okay, because I just got the thing where you can like spin dash with the morph ball mm -hmm. and the fact that it wasn't that discouraged and angered me <laughs> yes. because that's all i need <laughs> to finish out chose on ruins yeah it, you get it later than you expect but earlier than you might worry okay i think it's like literally the next power up they might give you another visor before it though it was weird it's like okay you've got you got 10 missiles i'm like all right this is a, a useful traversal and damage item i'm gonna have to to ration these out sparingly and like two hours later okay i've got 45 missiles <laughs> time to party rock yeah yeah missiles is always are just sort of that thing where you're going to have probably too many just by playing the game normally <laughs> but it you know they're used for damage so whatever it's not a problem mm -hmm. they made it they this made to make the good decision of super missiles use a like so many regular missiles they don't have a separate resource oh cool um, which they, I don't think started in the 2D games until, oh, it might have been in Fusion, which with the same day releases this. Mm. Um, I can't remember though offhand. I think that's all I got to say about uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. Do you have anything else, Agro? Uh, no, because I didn't, I didn't play the original or <laughs> any other Metroids. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it did take a while to get used to the intense amount of HUD being inside the helmet, but I, if, if I remember uh, webcomic-based video games discourse from the early 2000s well enough, I think that was an intentional design choice to try and recreate the famously uh, claustrophobic atmosphere of the Metroid series. You can actually turn a lot of that off, which we did. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you can turn off the, the big borders. So oh. you still got all the, the HUD info, mm -hmm. and you just don't have the big black bars sort of thing. Coward. <laughs> Also, she has a new face and it jump scares you once in a while. Is that not in the original or just the fact that it's new? Yeah, it's new. It's, oh, okay. it yeah, looks yeah, I heard that her face got changed in the update a bit. It, it's weird because it, it's not just that her face is different. It's that it's lighted in a different way that makes it weirder. Mm. Like, I feel like it wasn't as, as weird before when you'd see the flashes in, in the reflection. You yeah, know, it, it is pretty jump scary whenever it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. We also streamed every single Mega Man game. I don't think we need to talk much about that. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. That's just, that's, that's something that happens now and then. <laughs> right. You can't stop it. Incre incredibly funny that it was all fun games until you got to Mega Man 9. It's like the fucking terrible fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just, oh man, all this cool Mega Man content. I wake up because Dan started this at like eight in the morning or something. I went to bed. Mm -hmm. So I wake up in the middle of this and thinking that it's only a few hours left. But it, he's on, I believe, finishing out Mega Man uh, 7. 
So then it's like eight's great. And we dive into nine and ten. It's like, oh, man, what a downer. <laughs> what an incredible downer after those games. Uh, and then, then we were streaming till 4 a.m. So that that sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, refresh my memory. Um, was 11 good? Oh, yeah. 11's great. Yeah, 11 okay. was great. I, I remember it's, everybody it's was excited upsetting. about it. They, it's deeply upsetting. They're just like, no, we're not going to do another one. Mm. Yeah, seeing our old save even though files, it sold incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seeing the soap files from 2018, being like, oh, this is five years ago. That hurt. <laughs> that hurt because there's been nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, other things I played, just me. <laughs> Are you sure? Pretty sure. I don't think anyone else picked up WBSCE Baseball Power Pros. Oh, right. I'm so no. Let me uh, change the topic because this is important. Uh, this is a baseball game that you can pay buy one for one dollar. Oh, this uh, this was that. It showed up at the direct, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, it worked. Who makes this? Um, is it Konami. Yeah, it's Konami. Yeah. That they're like chibi style baseball game. Um, it's surprisingly good. That's that's what it looked like. Uh, <laughs> when I saw it in the direct, I'm like, that's probably some respected, long running, weird sports series that people love. Right. It's not like super realistic, obviously, but it, because of all the chibi characters, but it's got like a lot of depths and mechanics. Like the batting literally puts a little like 2d bat on screen you can you have to aim it for where the pitch is coming in and you get a little indicators and the pitches have like a ton of different options for what you pitch um but it seems really cool hmm. i'm not very good at baseball games so <laughs> and it and it, it seems like it's also super focused on online hmm. so as far as single player content goes i feel like i can't do anything other than just do a match of baseball like there isn't a go through a tournament or anything like that. Mm. Also, you get to like customize a, your own custom character, but it seems like they're just using an avatar for online battles. Mm -hmm. And then you get a team based on the, the region you select, I'm guessing. So all I have is America unlocked. I don't know how to unlock other teams. If I do that from playing more online, maybe. Well, no, the, the trick is you only play in America and then declare yourself world champion. <laughs> oh, I see. That's, that's how we do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all of the mechanics were pretty easy to pick up, and it's it seems really neat. I'd like to try it with like actual other people because AI is a little tough. Mm. <laughs> and playing online was funny because I only other person I found to play with was Aus or was from Japan, so of course connection wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, and then we both just kept um, not able to not being able to even score one point. Like no one would <laughs> be able to hit the ball. <laughs> Uh, so that did not go well. It had us do f like the first quarter of the game, and it was like, um, it was a tie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the opposite of the slaughter rule. It's the kid we got shit to do rule. <laughs> um, what's the? I also tried out the Octopath Traveler two demo. Oh, who'd you play? Uh, I played as the warrior. The warrior. Uh, who is obviously a samurai. Ah, uh, oh yeah. Um, and that was pretty neat. Because this one's a lot more uh, advanced in the technological age it's aping. We're getting up into 
early modern period, early Victorian kind of stuff. I probably misspelled this, but you can deal with that chat. <laughs> um, yeah, it's actually like samurais in a desert, mm. which I thought was pretty neat. I, I don't feel like I've seen that before. Um, and his class is really interesting. You can challenge any random town folks in, to a battle and learn a skill from them. Oh, oh, that's cool. Is that his day or night skill? That's his day skill. Oh, that's his shit. What's his night skill? Just murder? Uh, his night skill is bribing people. Oh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> that Typical mm. samurai behavior. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, his setup is pretty neat. He's like, it's super typical, though. Like, it's the most generic. Oh, yeah, he's the son of a lord, but he's the, like, second son. So he's not up for the like promotion to king mm -hmm. but the king likes him more oh so he's going to let him become the king uh -oh. and he doesn't like or in the other brother does not like that so he's going to like wipe out the entire town that this dude runs oh shit <laughs> and kick him out of the kingdom or, like try and kill him but he just lets him leave eventually so you're exiled oh that's wow your brother's an idiot no wonder he wasn't going to be king <laughs> Well, you see, he wants him. He wants to be able to fight him at full strength because he's also a uh, Goku type, I guess. <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna rule! Like, brother, I've returned with these seven randos, and we're gonna kick your ass but for he, my honor. He literally says, "Go gather your allies." And come back. <laughs> oh, god, wow! I can't wait to play this. His ass is not making it. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's it's gonna be like that uh, historical document that got post passed around on Twitter, where they showed like the the who became king, <laughs> and it's like guy one poisoned by his uh, vizier. Is that how you say that? Vizier, yeah, yeah, vizier. Guy two poisoned by the same vizier. <laughs> Guy three, the vizier, poisoned by his vizier. <laughs> and these are all in the same year. <laughs> yup. Um, that was really cool. And then, then it just lets you walk around the world map because I wasn't in jail. Uh, and I got to try the apothecary class. Oh. Which is her story was also pretty neat. She's like a amnesiac uh, who's been sent off from an island that was obviously um, like killed by some plague, and she's out looking for a cure. But she doesn't remember that, so she's just trying to remember who she is and helping people along the way. Mm. And there's also a rumor going around about how her set of apothecaries uh, weren't actual apothecaries and just going around poisoning people and charging them. Hmm. <laughs> not a not a great long term business model. No, not really. I mean, if you're going to go through the trouble of collecting plants and creating poultices and potions, they might as well like actually do the shit you say they do. <laughs> um, her her combat style is really crazy because she seems insanely overpowered. Like she uses uh, she can mix stuff using ingredients that aren't like typical potions and stuff. Mm hmm. So you get to do something like, okay, I'm going to mix these two things. So it's going to he both heal me and restore all my uh, MP. Mm -hmm. Or you can use them as attacks. So it's like, oh, it's going to use cause fire, a damage attack, and then a de dark damage attack. Like get two in a row. Yeah, but I mean, limited by the amount of items you picked up. Right. Like I, even I picked up a couple items that were like, can be used by an apothecary to make whatever effect hit all enemies instead of one. Ooh, I didn't get that. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting. 
um what is it it i hope that they do interesting things with this, her story because it feels like they kind of give up the entire ghost of what's going on with her within the first chapter mm. so hopefully you don't just act like i'm an idiot and didn't pick up on the things they were obviously laying down oh um and that they actually make something good out of it um what was it i'm also still worried about how this game is structured mm-hmm. because just like the last uh, octopass when you recruit this person you just walk up to them in town talk to them and they have incredibly generic text of like will you join my party uh and they don't really have interactions yeah you seem trustworthy join my party right it, it feels like the kind of a promise with some of those trailers was these characters would interact more mm-hmm. and they did not at all from what, what I got to see in the demo. I figure if there's anywhere where they're not going to do it, it's got to be in the beginning mm-hmm. to, to, to give them as much leeway with order of retrieval as possible. Yeah. I'm really hoping there's just everyone has a chapter one and you have to do all those chapter ones before you can do any chapter twos. Right. That ideally that's how this works. If it's not like that and we still have this whole disconnect between characters thing, I'm I'm just have to be like, guys, stop making them like this. <laughs> just make a linear game. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it is troubling that to see if this one really picks up where one didn't, you gotta get to the back half of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I really like I don't see the advantage of story telling structure at all. Other than getting to choose where you start. I mean, I loved it. I, I kicked out of one when it was like, hey, here's this boss you need to beat for this character. But you need the apothecary because he does mass status effect. And the only character that can get rid of mass status effect is the apothecary. I'm like, game, you don't share XP and I have not leveled that bitch up. Do you want me to level him to 30 in this forest? That's going to take me five hours. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Um, so I'm hopeful for it. I think the art's really nice. It's really cool to see this on the PS5 actually running well. Mm. It still stutters sometimes, <laughs> which is hilarious. Ah. But it's not too bad. Um, oh, what was your samurai's... Uh, I can't remember what it's called. His limit break. Oh, yeah. He go- unlocks like his dark power. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he literally has a bloodline technique. <laughs> so he, like, goes shadow form and can do quick draw moves. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's... Uh, Just slides across the screen. Screen goes black. Basically. Um, I'm surprised they didn't have any lines about, yeah, his his eyes changing shape or anything. <laughs> it's, it's real direct. Did you hear it, too? The voice on the wind. <laughs> uh let's see the next game i i played i don't want to talk too much about this one because i'm streaming all of it tomorrow oh and eric video games will be joining me it's wanted dead ah so that's out um yeah it came out on uh on tuesday Hmm. i played the first level Hmm. it's worrying Mm. It seems like it might be a downgrade from Devil's Third in basically every way. Mm. <laughs> oh no, that's that's not good at all. No, <laughs> but I think it'll be a fun stream. Definitely. It crashed on me once in that first level. Oh no. <laughs> oh. 
The oh, <laughs> it's going to be a ride. The loading scream is a meme, like a really old one. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> I'm excited. Also in danger. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I hope everyone's hyped for tomorrow. But the other game I played was Kirby's Dreamland Deluxe. I'm just gonna play the trip. Um, did any of you try this demo? Mm -mm. No, I, I'm, uh, I'm trying not to look at it as little as possible so I don't get tricked. There. Yeah, I didn't play the original, so I don't have to worry about that. Also, I don't really care that much for Kirby games, so I'm like, oh yeah, this is a good Kirby game. Put it down. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, it seems like a totally fine Kirby game. Like, all your powers have lots of moves, which is really neat. Like, there's, I think, like, ten different moves for every uh, of the copy abilities I saw. Wow. Yeah, like it goes the, back to, it goes back to, like, the Superstar thing where you have directional inputs and get a bunch of different moves. It, mm. It's why I bought it when it first came out. I'm like, oh, good, they haven't made one like this since Superstar. Mm-hmm. Um... I also, uh, they added this big mini game mode. It seems like a Megalore's theme park. Megalore is like the weird mage character they add to this. Um, and that's neat. You get to go around uh, like this big theme park map and uh, fill out stamp tickets. You do these mini games. The, can, the mini games mostly seem like they're four player. Hmm. And the stamps unlock a uh, new mask you can put on Kirby. Mm. And you can wear those masks in the regular game too, so you can just walk around with a wild D mask on if you want. Um, the games that let me try were a sure controlling mini game, where it, like it'll uh, slide bullseyes across the screen, and you have to hit the the button at the right time to hit them in the on the bullseye. Mm -hmm. And that seemed all right. And then a, a knockoff of tanks, which is pretty neat. You get the plays the Kirby characters, and they each have a super scope. And you walk around like this uh, just two dimensional area from a top down view in four directions like like tanks mm -hmm. and try and kill each other. Interesting. Like, oh, yeah. And you can hold the charge shot and you can jump shoot over obstacles like it does a, an arc shot to it. That's how you do it. But yeah, that, that seemed like fun. Like I could see conceivably buying the game for these mini games. Uh, once it's cheaper because $60 for mini games is a little much. Mm. And it's a Nintendo game, so it'll never be cheaper ever. I know. There's also what I found this insane. There's an easy mode for this Kirby game. Okay. I think that was in the original too. Yeah, probably. Because yeah. the Wii was the era where Nintendo was like, we're getting a lot of people who don't know what a video game is buying the Wii so they can <laughs> waggle at Wii Sports. We, we need to give every single game uh, nothing can kill you mode. Yeah, literally, Megalore will pick you up out of pits. In, yeah, it seems like you just are invincible. Mm. Um, so that was weird. <laughs> I, I, Kirby's already so easy. I was like, this is bizarre. Let's give him a surfboard and some sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's pretty much everything I played, but there was one other thing I wanted to bring up. Agra, uh, have you been watching Epone again anime? Yes, I have. That's really good. I, I, this is a uh, judo high school girl anime 
Is this what we're doing now that Dan's gone? We're just gonna we're just gonna talk about anime now. Look, the high dive hid this from me, so I need think people need to know. <laughs> I actually went and every season I go look what's streaming. They didn't put this in the cast section. Mm. They just straight up hit it. When I found it, it didn't have any art. It just had the title. <laughs> uh, the only reason I did find out about it is that uh, one of the random animators I follow on Twitter tweeted, "Oh yeah, I did this scene for this," and I was like. What do you mean this is happening this season? <laughs> um, but that's a lot of fun if you like sports anime or just cute girl uh, high school animes. I, I am a huge slut for club animes. Yes. I was like, man, this is like if Bamboo Blade was good. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> but I also thought, oh, this is like Bamboo Blade. It's also good. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. What, you, did you play anything, uh, Agro? Um, no, not really outside of Prime. Okay. Uh, Chris? Uh, I started and finished Saints Row the Third. Ooh. Oh. <sighs> that game has a an opening with a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Mm. It has, like, a two-hour-long set of intro missions that they really, really obviously was like, every, every journalist will stop playing after this. Because <laughs> yep. uh, they introduce and then and gas up a main antagonist and you kill him within the first two hours of that game. <laughs> the game is roughly nine hours long, by the way. Oh no! Wow. Uh, Chris, I think I only played the first two hours of this game. <laughs> uh, it's so the the end of Saints Row Two. There's this company in Saints Row Two called Ultor, and they're OCP from RoboCop. Mm. Okay. Uh, and you end it by uh, the 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 young dickhead seat executive at Ultor manipulates you into killing every single person in the company above him. Huh. Uh, and right. then the last the last mission of that game is I can't believe the cheetah I let out is now eating my face. <laughs> and you and you know you know you throw him out of the the executive suite's window and he you know falls fourteen hundred feet and splatters. Mm -hmm. so you're now international you're now the international superstar gang so they they set you up as like okay in this game you're going to be fighting this international crime syndicate like they're the really big dick gangs that run everything uh okay. and they do a pretty good job because in like the first couple missions these guys pay the police to arrest you in fact the cops literally say you pay us not to arrest you they paid us more to arrest you <laughs> That's how it goes. Uh, like their cyber warfare guy hacks all your accounts and, and steals all your money. They dump you in. They dump you in the new city, and and then inexplicably they kill like the most popular non-player character in a way that seems like he should still be alive and show up triumphantly later on, but no, he's just dead. Mm, weird. Who is John? Who is Johnny Gat? And I have no idea why they wrote this. The only thing I can think of is because is his, his thing is that he loves murder mm -hmm. and they decided to go in a more comedic direction. And I'm like, you could have wrote him a little differently. He didn't have to be exactly the same. But yeah, they just kill him off in like That's a really lame way. That, <coughs> that seems weird because I know that they, they aren't all the sequels then about bringing him back in some way? Yes, in, in Saints Row 4... 
they walk it back and bring him back to life and they like overcorrect in the most embarrassing way possible where like the entire segment sucks that character's dick. All right. Great. But so you 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 do a couple missions and then and you, then you kill the guy who killed who killed Johnny Gad who is the who is supposedly the leader of the syndicate that you're fighting and the main antagonist. You just you just kill him completely unceremoniously like he you you attack his base, he runs away. Um and you're like I'm not letting that bastard get away and you get on like this big globe that's hanging at the top of cuz it's a skyscraper that has like the circular structure where there's a big shaft in the middle. Oh, okay. And you just shoot off the thing at the top and you ride it all the way to the bottom and just squash him like a bug. And that's it for him. So then, then the game, the game no longer has a main antagonist. There's two characters. They try to sell you as the main antagonist who is kill Bane, who is the big luchador who runs the luchador gang. And, a guy named Cyrus Temple, who is seventh gen protagonist man, who runs the government response to the gang wars. Hmm. Neither of them really sell themselves as all that credible. Hmm. Um, and after you finish that opening sequence, like the game runs out of money immediately. <laughs> they go, okay. Um, Cause they, they changed the way it worked from Saints Row 1 and 2. In Saints Row 1 and 2, you needed respect to do a mission. And to right. get respect, you got tiny amounts from like driving recklessly, jump, doing jumps, killing guys in specific ways. And but most of it you got from doing side activities like um driving around in the septic in the septic truck and spraying shit all over the buildings to lower property values. Or doing insurance fraud and getting run over over and over and over again. <laughs> but you don't need respect to do missions anymore. Now your respect is a level that lets you buy upgrades. So mm. you don't spend uh. it. You just have a respect level that gates what upgrades you can buy. But it doesn't gate game progress. It does not gate game progress. Hmm. So I guess because they were afraid. Well, actually, the, it, what, what was happened is they made a five hour game and didn't want to ship it. <laughs> so they add in 15 missions. Where you, maybe more where you have to do every single activity in the game twice. Mm. Are the activities fun at least? No, most of them are worse than Saints Row 2. This game has, this game has one move and it's do a turret segment. <laughs> if there are so many, there are so many missions where it's like, oh, you're, in, you're, in the, you're sitting in a helicopter, you have a rocket launcher with infinite ammo, shoot cars for 15 minutes. Mm, it does not sound exciting. Um, this game has a lot less content than Saints Row 2. Like Saints Row 2 had like 47 missions, I think. Mm -hmm. And Saints Row the Third has also has 47 missions. If you include missions that are just a cutscene that is three seconds long, <laughs> and if you include the 16 activities they make you do. So there's actually like maybe. 30 maybe a little bit less than 30 and and most of them are just really rote it's just like okay do a turret segment uh enemies take more damage than they did in the previous game and we throw many many more of them at you awesome great every we we added we added 
weapon cus- weapon upgrading. So every weapon is now bad until you upgrade it. Uh, uh, that's the worst way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um. So story story is much worse because it's they they turned you into Reddit man. <laughs> um, I played the game as Jinkaria because the number one voice is Troy Baker being Troy Baker. <laughs> Great. Uh, so the mayor of this city is Burt Reynolds. Oh, oh God, I remember that. And I'm pretty sure because because at the because I'm like even at the time I was like, is Burt Reynolds notable in 2011? He's Burt Reynolds. It, 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 it the way the way all the dialogue talks about him. It legitimately feels like they wanted to get Chuck Norris, and he said no. Oh God, I can see that. Oh man, oh Burt Reynolds was a much classier pick. Because <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of dialogue about how badass the mayor is and how cool he is, and you never fuck with the mayor. And then he's Burt Reynolds, and and your character gushes about how cool Burt Reynolds is, and I'm like, you're like a 30 year old crime boss. Are you that big on Burt Reynolds? It's just strange. I, I uh, and then you and I, then I you see do Johnny the, Gat really loving Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> well, he's dead by now. He'd been he's he'd been dead for five hours at this point. <laughs> uh, and then you do the worst mission in the game, which is uh, the zombies are funny, right? Here's no. zombie mission. No, zombies aren't funny. Uh, <laughs> we infinitely respawn them, and you have to knock five tanks into water with like a a gun that causes, that shoots physics effects. <laughs> Great. Sure was but yeah, just there's a couple cool missions. Uh, the other gang ball, the other gang leader is uh, is, is fucking uh, Yuri Lowenthal playing like a British nerd who is the evil hacker and he's he like wears guy liner and he made a cyber citadel from a shitty vampire show to fight you in because you have to go into VR to fight him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And and that mission is fun and memorable because because he he like keeps throwing status effects on you and one of them is lag so you're like slipping back and forth in space emulating game lag and it's actually pretty funny, but that's like one of the very few memorable things. This game also introduced moral choices. Oh, of course it's seven jam. Well, not more not moral choices. They're framed as moral choices, but it's like pick between these really unimportant perks. Like one of them is uh. <laughs> Okay, you rescued a bunch of women from the human trafficking. Do you do you sell them back to the to the evil cartel, or uh, do you have your 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 guy uh, pimp them out? And I'm like, these both seem evil, but I yeah, guess I'll what? pick the one that I guess I'll pick the one that gives me income over time because that'll add up to more. That sounds like more of what I would expect from. If you tell me they did moral choices in Saints Row the Third, I would assume it was a crass joke, right? I now, guess that kind of seems like maybe that's what they were going for there, because that seems just both wildly evil. Now, it, the end of the game. Uh, first of all, this game loves just shoving licensed songs everywhere, and I think only one time actually earns it, which is the uh, the mission where you skydive into the penthouse apartment while Power by Kanye West plays, which was also the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, The trailer cool. that got me to buy the game. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. <laughs> But at the end of the game, you're given you're given a choice. You have to go save Burt Reynolds and your friends who are tied up to a bomb on like the Statue of Liberty equivalent in this city by one of the government agents because because she's crazy. She's like, everybody needs to understand how evil the saints are. We're going to frame you. 
and everybody's going to know you blew up this national monument and killed all your killed all these people. And your options are go stop that or hunt down and kill Killbane, the luchador guy who you had defeated in the previous cut previous mission. You beat him and humiliated him in front of everybody by ripping his mask off at like WrestleMania. And you're not given a really good explanation for why you should want to hunt down and kill him. But that's the choice. That huh. what? Yeah, and seems weird. Reg and regardless of which you pick, because you have to drive to the one you pick, it's not like a dialogue option. You it just two objectives show up on the map. Mm -hmm. Regardless of which one you pick, I need a hero plays. Even if you choose to let all your friends die and go after go for go for meaningless revenge. Except what? he didn't actually do anything that specific personal to you, so it doesn't even really come off as revenge. Well, no, it's it's playing ironically in that case. <laughs> Uh, and which one you pick changes the last mission. If you get meaningless revenge, you get a you get to assault the shield helicarrier, which had been gassed up the entire game, but doesn't actually show up until that mission. Uh, and if you pick the save everybody option, your the last mission is filming a movie that's a joke about Mass Effect. What? Swell. Um, what? in terms of gameplay, driving cars feels much much better. Okay. I think everything else is a side grade at best. Mm. Oh right, didn't they do like a, a like or Ace Gen remaster of this? Yes, they did. That's what I played. It also fucked up all the lighting. <sighs> of course it did. So yeah. the game's really the game was really dark. I'm like, I don't think the original game was this dark. Yeah, yeah, that's how that goes. Uh, then I did. Then I did two of the three DLC packs. They were both bad. What? Seventh Gen DLC that's bad. Chris, you gotta be making this up. Uh, one, one really felt like they just cut, this was just shit they cut from the game because it just adds more activities to the map. And if you do mm. all of them, you get, you get like one mission. Because uh. it was Ginky Bowl 7 because with the fucking terrible, uh. wacky Japanese game show Professor Ginky character. Yeah. So it, it just, uh. it just, it felt like all these things should have been in the game mm -hmm. already. And the second one is a fan of the Saints made a clone of Johnny Gat who is like the Hulk and you have to chase him around for three missions. Okay, now when you say who is like the Hulk, he's okay, there are these there's this guy in in Saints Row 3 called uh Oleg. He's a big smart cool Russian dude. He's one of the better characters they introduce. Um and he's like 9 feet tall and has super strength and is almost immune to gunfire, and the syndicate had been cloning him before, <laughs> before you rescue him from their base. The side characters are, are kind of fine. They, they give you three. They give you Zemo, who is a pimp who talks with a voice modulator because he had um, a tracheotomy. Uh, he has like an auto-tuned microphone that he holds in front of him and talks, and it's sing-songy, and he's fine. Then you have the hacker girl who is pretty funny, and I understand why people like her. And then you have Oleg, who is also real cool. Oh, and then you have Angel, the luchador, who is voiced by fucking Hulk Hogan and sucks. He's the worst oh. character in this. <laughs> oh my god, that is gross. <laughs> uh, this was before Hulk Hogan was caught on tape a thousand times saying it, by the way. Mm -hmm. Of course. <laughs> but still, hey, we need somebody to, vo to voice a luchador. Oh, you know who we should get? Anybody but Hulk Hogan. That's exactly what I was thinking. 
Yeah. Well, the, all, all these, all this game. Saints Row 2, Saints Row 1 especially, Saints Row 1 and 2 like really lean into like urban gang stuff and mm -hmm. like other cultures other than white Americans. In fact, there isn't even a white American voice in Saints Row 2. There's a British guy, but that's the closest you get. And then in Saints Row the Third, it's like who's our, our two main voices are Troy Baker and Laura Paley. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're Reddit man. So so yeah, it, 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 Hulk Hogan is of course who they would pick. It, it feels like it should have been a regular wrestler's end, but okay. <laughs> well, he he doesn't wear the mask until the end because he got shamed and pulled off him. Mm. God, what what was what was I going on about? Okay, but the Johnny Gat clone is Oleg, the big guy's model with Johnny Gat's face on it. Fantastic. This DLC pissed me off a lot because it gives <laughs> you a it gives you a B gun, and it sucks. Is is that a gun specifically designed to shoot bees, or a gun that shoots bees out of it? It shoots bees out of it, and it sucks. That's a crime. Yeah, it's like a, a ratchet weapon, but bad. What? <laughs> and also two of the three missions are turret sequences. Oh, of course they are. Well, don't worry. Only the bigger part of the mission is a turret sequence. There's a tiny part of it that isn't at the, at the beginning. Oh, good. I was worried. Uh, at least in the third mission, you get superpowers briefly so you can run really fast. And I'm like, man, it's, it's going to be cool when they make a game on modern consoles that can load really fast so they can let you run really fast. Also, you don't get a super jump, even though you can run fast, so it sucks. Oh. Yeah, I think yeah, one of those... Didn't one of those sequels add superpowers and was bad? Uh, yeah, yeah Saints, Row 4, Saints Row 4 has superpowers, and it's fine. Okay. Um, that was the one where it's like, yes, yeah, Saints Row the Third sold really well, but THQ was on fire at the time, so they took all our fucking money, and we had no money to make the sequel to this game. Uh. So it uses the exact same map, most of the same... Pretty much all the same assets... And you have superpowers. That's the gimmick. Mm. Great. Uh, but I wouldn't say Saints Row the Third is bad. It's just not as good as two. Mm -hmm. Um, I got it. I got the, I got the remaster for ten dollars. So that was an all right price for it. Yeah. Okay. Some uh, positives here. <laughs> we hit the goal, which means on Saturday I get to start playing the Saints Row boot. <sighs> <sighs> It's a good name. <laughs> uh, and since we uh, since we hit since I'll need a goal for while I stream that, I'm gonna do something incredibly ill advised and put up a goal for Agents of Mayhem, Ooh. the volition game they made between Saints Row Four and the reboot, oh, God, which I is which is just th which is just them doing Overwatch except it's single player. Yeah, it seems like a weird. We want to make a hero shooter, but we can't, so we're making an open world action game. Where you have different characters you play is it was really bizarre. It was really yeah, bizarre. It, it, yeah, so I'm I'm excited to play the Saints Row boot, especially considering something we'll get to in news. <sighs> mm. Yeah, how, did you ever play Agent Agents, Agents Mayhem before? No. Okay. Nope. I'm Ex totally blind. I played uh, the other thing I played, which consumed pretty much all the time I was not playing, streaming, or working. Mm -hmm. I played a lot of Pizza Tower. <laughs> uh, I beat it, and like that's a fucking great game. 
the ending is like the end of Wonderful 101 if you've ever had a service job. Oh my god. Uh, and then I'm like, well, that was pretty good. I guess, I guess now I should try to get S ranks on every level. And I might get really mentally ill and try to get P ranks, which is, uh, you know, P for pizza. Oh, damn. oh my god. All right. Which is, which is the highest rank you can get. There are uh, six ranks, D, C, B, A, S, and P. And the way you get an S rank is get every source of points in a level. And, and that includes doing uh, what is called lap two, because it's like, it's like Wario Land 4. You break a thing at the end of the level, and now you have a timer to get back to the entrance. Oh. Lap, lap two means there's a portal near the entrance that takes you back to where you broke it. Mm. So you have to be fast enough to do it twice. Oh my god. What? And P rank is do everything to get an S rank and also um, keep a combo the entire level. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to be deranged mm. enough to try to get any P ranks because it already takes me around 30 minutes to get an S rank on a level. Mm. Oh my god. I thought the levels might be small if they wanted to do something that crazy. Well, well, that's because I have to do multiple runs of it to get an S rank. Oh, right, right. Okay. Because I have to get good so enough you, at it to be able to do lap two. A level takes about five to ten minutes if you if you don't do lap two. Okay. Uh, this game has... Pizza Tower has so much shit in it. it it's insane how m many assets they made for shit that's in one level. Like, one level just has a, the guest star Mort the Chicken from Mort the Chicken on PS1. The developer contacted the creator of Mort the Chicken on PS1 and said, can I put Mort the Chicken in my game? That's real? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, he's just a power-up for that one level. In another level, you get a shotgun. In another level, you turn into a knight. In one, you turn into a cheese monster. There's an entirely different playable character that's playable in two, two segments of two levels. What? Because it's like Wario Land, where he had all these wacky transformations, except now it's like, almost looks as good as a cartoon. Good lord. And if you want to get good ranks on those bosses, you better learn to parry. There's no other way. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't recommend Pizza Tower enough. That, that game's gonna... I'm probably gonna end up spending 15 hours in it Jeez. by the time I'm done. Um, is it only on PC right now? It is only on PC right now. I do not know when they are going to get it to console. I assume they will at some point. Okay. Probably yep. once... Because it's one of those things where like, okay, I'm adding in this stuff post-launch. I assume mm. when all that's out, they'll get it on consoles. God, it's, it's already got that much and they're still not done. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're going to add another playable character, apparently, um, that you'll be able to play as in the whole main game, which is the Noise, their uh, Noid ripoff, <laughs> who, is, who, is, who is the main character's Virgil, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a unbelievably great game. Man, I really need to make time to play that. Yeah, it, it's good. Uh that's no, okay. You've got time to put it off. Yeah, I'll just keep putting it off until the end of the year again. Nothing could go wrong. At least Pizza Tower is only five hours if you don't start, if you don't go crazy and want S ranks. Mm hmm. But me, I should uh, put but, it off until all those updates are out and all that's on a console. <laughs> Maybe. That, that's all I played. I only played those two things. Okay. Cool. 
Um, I guess that means we're done, right? Nothing, nothing <laughs> happened to this part of the, the segment. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, we could be Bob. We could be. <laughs> oh, we, are, we are not being supervised currently. <laughs> the pod lords. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Uh, this. Okay. You can do it. I got We're this. We're struggling. Guys. Uh, there we yeah. go. Yeah. And here, here's your song. <laughs> you guys all like the song, right? Delicious soda. <laughs> all right, now I need to bring up the document and read these pod lords. Okay, here we go. E. Lee Broyles. Corey Brown. Once again, I am showing you this pixel butt. Thank you. <laughs> Good thing it's seared into my memory. <laughs> yeah, I don't look, we're not putting it up again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Red Blaze 27. Suzu Shiro. BN12. Shibuya Gato. Rado. 101 shades of my backer awards got delivered 10 minutes before last week's BTD started. Hooray! Uh, uh, uh. Congratulations! <laughs> Good on ya. WTF, Spider-Man. Silly Dillo coming into the Podlord section. Yeah! No! Get him out. Come on. Next time you complain about the cold, remember it can be much worse. <laughs> That's rough. A mono mugman. Mugman. That is all. <laughs> oh, it's like Mugman from Cuphead. Yeah. By a okay, that's weird. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> uh, DFW3K. Uh, that was a cool Mega Man Marathon. Shame Armored Armadillo wasn't in it. I wonder what this next picture is going to be. <laughs> Hooray! There he is! That's him, right? Nothing weird. Uh. <laughs> Shiny Mew learned a local restaurant sells their take on the Double Down. And they hear La Appel du Vide, a Paris song of sorts. Okay. Man, I don't think that anyone should sell the Double Down. But they do. Yeah, it made my legs give out the one time I ate it. It's like, <laughs> it takes so much energy for my body to, to, to digest this, I have to sit down. Christney. Kyle Bork. Bjork. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> Adam, when he says last week's image, and this week's image, was from Bulgarian Treasure Planet. It's great, don't watch it sober. Iron Agro. Bliggled blue. Sligged blue. Monster Hunter rising and riding. Dos, cri uh, Dos Criteris. 
<laughs> there they are. Cooper Tank. Come. <laughs> it's a deep cut. Drinking Peepsy. Mm. There it is. Uh, Drinking Peepsy for a whole month to see if it reverts to the chop gobbler, or so to see if it reverts the chop gobblification. Good luck. Indigo Sykes has finally been irumapilled thanks to Chris Wolfhart. Thank God. <laughs> Drive type Cass. Rip Brent BT Garner, Turbo Graphics Homebrew Dev. Mm. Apple Gothic wants to remind everyone to eat healthy when they can so they can avoid sudden hospital trips. I don't know. My son? A raccoon stuck in a cage. <laughs> mm. A bunch of raccoons that have played Hyper Demon. Well, technically. Well, technically. I am Pothead. Gene Caria. Hmm. It's respectable. Pretty good luck. Saraline. Thomasy Fister needs everyone to check out this rat's fit. That was. That was already last week. Is this from the new Wildgate Hearts game? <laughs> nobody knows because nobody's going to play that. Fact. Did you know? Leochrome. Krungle Spum. Was this his plan? Yeah, that's uh, one of the screenshots from the uh, Saints Row playthrough. Oh, no. Because <laughs> no. there's... there's because there's a mission where you have to dress up as, as the villain of the shitty vampire show. Huh. Fantastic. Happy Blade Valentine's Day to Gigaboots from Podlords. Aww. Thank you, Podlords. Thank, thank you, Podlords. Masashi Sogo, writer of 26 episodes of the Bount Arc, created Digimon Ghost Game and saved the franchise from the awful 2020 reboot. Wow, that's a fucking glow up. <laughs> well, I, I assume it's easier when you're not told, write something instantly that doesn't matter and will never matter. Right. <laughs> Make sure it's completely pointless forever. Thank you. I'll change the bit once I run out of photos, so you guys should do a weeaboots on the second co core of Witch of Mercury this... <laughs> Spray, and then he runs out of the room. <laughs> I think this terrorist is attempting to negotiate. <laughs> and that's it for the Pod Lords. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Pod Lords. Thank you, Pod Lords. Thank you, Pod Lords. All right, and if you'd we're... like to become a Pod Lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits such as early access to Chugging Bleach and uh, Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime podcasts. One where we review five or more episodes of Bleach, and the other where uh, we review a Pokemon movie every month. Both of those shows will be going on until we're dead. 
Uh, you also get cut content from other shows when there is indeed cut content to be had. And you get a patron-exclusive show one a month where you have to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. Uh, and if it's a bad thing, you also get a commentary track. And by my rough estimation, there's somewhere in the ballpark of 700,000 commentary tracks waiting for you on the <laughs> Patreon if you've never been a patron before. Uh, that's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. And if you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to tell your friends, rate us on Thursdays, host us on Thursdays. I don't even know if they still have hosting. I hope they do. Uh, <laughs> like this video on Twitter. I'm not like this video on YouTube right now. Leave us a review on your podcast app of choice. And hell, and hell why not comments if they let you? Uh, and that and, and more. Uh, patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Thank you. Thank you for all the support. All right. Great. It's time to do news. Bob. Yeah, what's up? I have breaking news. Oh my God, what happened? Uh, while Chris was talking about Saints Row, I received an email that my PSVR 2 has shipped. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop the presses. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we'll go to Chris for news first. Sure, I only have a couple. Um... Multiversus has lost 99.7% of its players on Steam. Jesus. Mm. That's a it's lot. It's down to three digits. It was over five around launch. Uh, I guess this is what happens when you apparently haven't added a character since November. Yeah. Man. It, yeah. That and... It feels like that game was just always a little worse than it should have been. Yeah, when you're not Smash and the novelty wears off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that the novelty wearing off didn't hurt Brawlhalla. Like, Brawlhalla yeah. is kicking its ass. But but those are fake numbers. <laughs> I don't know what Ubisoft uh, does to... to I, do, I do assume... Uh, what I was told is that Brawlhalla has much less egregious monetization. Mm. That's believable. Like it, it, it feels much more like this is a game for children to play because it's free, mm -hmm. and sometimes you will get money from them. While as multiverses kind of feels like they're trying to ring you like a washcloth, and they just stopped, stopped adding new characters. Yeah, I, th I hear the next character is Pickle Rick, and that's. I feel like that's really late especially now yeah mm -hmm. i bet that there's a lot of like oh man this <laughs> cannot be the next character and it wasn't the last one black adam or something uh no black adam was the last character of season one the most recent one is martian uh marvin the martian okay man yeah i really wish this game ever felt anywhere near as good as smash like it feels like it just nowhere close it is very funny that uh apparent that Sakurai apparently played this and then immediately made that video uh, uh hit stop in your game's important. <laughs> Cuz there's no yeah. hit stop in Multiverses. Yeah, no it's it's really apparent that they made a lot of mistakes and they said that they were working on rebalancing it but then I feel like it didn't really change like the changes need to be so deep in it that it's impossible. Mm. There's so much money in it. I assume they're going to give they will they will attempt to, you know, save it at least a couple times. Maybe. So I assume that I assume at some point they'll be like, "We're back and we have all these balance changes and a couple new characters. Here's the other new characters that are coming. Please please don't leave us. Please don't 
please don't let us drown. Yeah, like, they also did weird stuff of having two Gremlins characters, which I care about Gremlins, but I feel like that's not oh, you, a selling point. You gotta have both of them. Yeah, their <laughs> character picks always felt kind of weird. Like, it felt like some executive... Well, first of all, everything related to WB right now is on fire on every yeah. level. But it really feels like on some level they were like, okay, this new thing is coming out. Release the character related to that. Like, that's the only reason Black Adam would be in it is because he had that movie. Mm -hmm. And they had fucking LeBron James from the worst movie ever made, Space Jam 2. Yeah, and that didn't even get timed up with the release, release of Space Jam 2. It was just like, yeah, he's in this game. Yep. Months afterward. <laughs> I guess that was like a whole year. I think, oh. I forget what Space Jam 2 was. It was a while after, I mean, it was a while before Multiverses even launched. Right. Mm -hmm. And then LeBron wasn't in at launch of that even. No. I think he might have made it to the launch of the game after the early access period. So yeah, but yeah, hope they can save it. Yeah, it'd be nice to see it turn around. Uh, Sonic Origins Plus was rated in Korea. We don't know what that is yet. Uh, maybe it's a version of the game that's fucking fixed. That, <laughs> that sure be nice. Game of the Year edition. It should also it should also have the fucking songs they didn't bother to try getting in it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Some of those songs they have in three are just unacceptable. <laughs> at, at least this, it, at least this implot the fact the existence of this, assuming it, it, it we don't get more in it, and it's just bad. Uh -huh. At least the implication is that, um, like the Sonic Mania team who worked on this were not banished for saying, "Hey, they fucked up in what they are working this," because that was always the fear that just Sega would just be like, "Okay, you said something publicly. We're never going to talk to you again." Mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely the fear um i i did they do a physical release of the regular version i don't know hmm yeah i worry that this is just like a no frills physical release i but i don't I think they'd like have to have it re-rated yeah that's true okay there well, there was physical versions of it okay so hopefully that's something uh, last of my news. So last September, the Saints Row reboot, Saints Row boot came out. Uh huh. How'd that go? <laughs> uh, it reviewed poorly and people didn't seem to like it. And but but Embracer leadership came out and said, no, don't worry, guys, it broke even. It's going to do great. Uh, and then they immediately sh shipped Volition off to Gearbox. And then they're now apparently a Borderlands support studio. Um. And this week in, in Embracer Financials, it came out that they lost their ass on that game and it cost $100 million to make. Oh. What's that game take $100 million? Again, I assume that this, that based on what I know about the game, and we'll see, you know, we'll deep dive into it when I start streaming it, that it was a service game at some point and there's just a graveyard of shit that got cut because they spun their wheels and had a broken development cycle. Yeah. That's rough. Like, the moment I saw footage of that game, and I'm like, why do enemies have health bars? Why are some of the health bars armored? Mm. Was Wha this a service game? <laughs> Ew. I, 
Yeah, or in Assassin's Creed modern era, like, which is basically a service game, but they want you to pay $60. <laughs> so, yeah, like, and I remember them saying, that, like, we're going to determine whether how many, how, what scale of AAA game we make based on how good this does. So uh, if you were hoping for a new, like, Adam Jensen Deus Ex, it's over. <sighs> It's rare to put anything running on Saints Row because it's been Saints Row's been in a downturn for years. Like you said, 2011 is when the third came out, right? Yeah, but the third sold really, really well and reviewed really well. Right, but they everyone has been bad since, so it feels weird. Well, and then Saints Row Saints Row Four also sold well and reviewed well. It's just hmm. that their parent company burst into flames. Right, and then they wanted to do that Agents of Mayhem thing, and then that was bad and sold nothing. And then I guess they let them do the Saints Row reboot. And it it didn't seem like they tried very hard to get people back in with the Saints Row reboot. They they kind of had a confrontational tone in all the marketing where mm -hmm. it's like, if, if you're uncertain about how this game will be, fuck you, cuck. Like it was one of those <laughs> marketing cycles, <laughs> which is uh, has never led to a successfully launched product once ever. Can you cool. think of one? I don't think I can think of any game where like the marketing had an antagonistic tone against the supposed customers that didn't bomb like DMC, the DMC bombed. Yeah, I feel like it's a marketing campaign. You don't see that often. Not anymore. It was more common in seventh gen, right? But the, the marketing kind of had that tone and I'm like, and, and it fe also feels like they didn't, market it very hard which i'm like dude you, you guys ain't you guys aren't devil may cry you can't come back nine years later and and be cool like devil may cry you got to get this shit out there mm. also you should have just called it saints row five yeah yeah very much so that would have helped right i'm sure that would have gotten a lot pe more people excited about it like even if it was still a reboot just call it saints row five Yeah. Yeah, seems like a lot of baffling decisions happened here. <laughs> but I do remember that when this release of like there was no marketing. Like basically all we saw were a couple streams of being like, oh man, this game's broken. <laughs> yeah, like we we got the initial reveal trailer wherever it was. I think it might have been a state of play. I don't um, think it even got to one of those. I feel like it was just in some I, random. I remember show. us watching it on something. So it was at some event somewhere. Right. Yeah. And then I th don't think we ever saw it again anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it did feel like that happened. And I think the hype it up, they're like, here's the studio where you can make your character. I'm like, I don't think that's what people really care about, but okay. Yeah, just Volition just seems like a deeply dysfunctional studio at every level now. Mm hmm. Uh, I hope they enjoy making the billion guns that are going to be in Borderlands 4. Hooray. But that's all my news. Great. Dr. Agro, what do you got for me? Uh, <clears throat> let's see here. So some of you may have read an announcement on the internet. The Dead Island 2's launch date has been moved up a week. will now be releasing on April 21st. <laughs> But I'm sure that none of you were ignorant enough to fall for this kind of chicanery. <laughs> because you know 
because you're discerning consumers of media that Dead Island 2 is a myth invented by big media to sell you Dead Island 2. <laughs> Think about it. Where'd they move that release date? April 21st. Same date as... What, what, what? Advance Wars Boot Camp. Oh my god! It's a code. Not coming out. Uh, you, you might also know that April 21st is uh, the Feast of St. Aloysius Gonzaga. Uh, who, who, who died while caring for the victims of a pandemic. Okay. COVID killed this game. It's never coming back. They're trying to tell you. All the clues are there. They tell you, oh, we're releasing it early because it went gold. It went gold, like the golden Fort Knox that's not there anymore. Wake up, sheeple. Do the research. Dead Island 2 is not real. Thank you, Dr. Agro. I bet Bob wishes it wasn't real. Because if it's not real, he won't have to play Dead Island 1 on stream and then Dead Island 2 the next week. No! <laughs> Oh, when when Dan read read this news from Agro yesterday, he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to play that, aren't we?" <laughs> yup. So I'm very I'm sorry excited for your loss for this to be fake. I hope you're right, Agro. God, I remember Dead Island One. Oof. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, in in real news about things that are real. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not really news, but Sony put out a couple of teardown videos for the PSVR 2, the headset, and the Sense controllers uh, on their YouTube channel. They're separate videos. They are full-on take-the-thing-completely-apart piece-by-piece teardowns. They're pretty good. Oh, yeah. I started to watch that and was surprised that he kept tearing things off. <laughs> yeah, just ripping that thing apart. I also like that you can actually just normally, naturally remove the uh, eye guard so you can clean it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Th that thing's probably going to get nasty. That's pretty sweet. You got to see all the little internal parts. All of the PS2, PSVR2 reviews hit this morning. Oh. Like, as soon as I was done watching the teardown, the algorithm was like, here's 20 reviews from guys you've never heard of who got it for free a week early. And I'm like, fuck all y'all. <laughs> Fair. But now I've, I've, I've got my shipping email, so everything's right with the world again. <laughs> I wonder if that means it can show up early. It is, I mean, that's what I'm, I'm hoping on. It, it says the 22nd. Okay. That's what it says. Right. We're, we're going to see how that goes. <laughs> I'll, 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 like, if it's not here on the 23rd, I won't be either. <laughs> I'll be at a post office with, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> moving on. Insider Gaming's Tom Henderson, uh, and I'm, I'm specifically quoting the author in the article because this is apparently an Insider Gaming exclusive that I'm repeating. This guy is saying that sources are telling him that Sony is uh, developing a new set of wireless earbuds and a new headset specifically for the PS5. These are codenamed Project Nomad and Project Voyager, respectively. Uh, which kind of... I mean, I'm hoping they're like designed to work in with the uh, the PSVR somehow. We're looking at maybe uh, they're supposed to be according to I, I I mean it's according to a lot of people, but I think it's just according to Jeff Grubb. Uh -huh. it's supposed to be a state of play sometime in the next couple of weeks, next month. I mean, I've, the other two companies did one, so their turn. Yeah, 
So we're probably going to see uh, maybe these peripherals, the uh, that new PS5 version with the external disk drive. Oh, oh God! I keep forgetting that's that's the thing with that. Because mm-hmm. I'm excited for a slim model. I don't want an external drive though. Right. So we so we might we we might be seeing a big hardware based state of play. Like you can buy PS5s now. Here's some shit to buy with them. Hmm. Yeah, I imagine the new earbuds would work or be designed around the v- PSVR because mm-hmm. that thing's got wired earbuds right now. And that, maybe the headset's also something like that. Yeah, because I mean, like the, the current Pulse headset, I mean, you've seen it. It's it's Sony white. It works with the headset just like it did with PSVR one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what a new Sony I'm, uh, PlayStation focused headset would look like. I thought that the newest Pulse was really near the launch of PS5, but maybe I'm wrong. I believe it was. Okay. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I got it like as soon as the uh, PS5 came out. Yeah, so maybe it is just boast some weird offshoot of both of those for the VR, but I don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Rumors, speculation. Teach the controversy. Yeah, I walked into a store the other day and saw a PS5 and I'm like, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, I did that with the swords I went to. Also had them. It was weird. I no, I no longer have to be. I no longer have to be terrified that mine will somehow have a hardware failure and I can't get a, another one easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I guess I'll move on to my news. Let's see here. Echoes of Mana, a mobile game in the Mana series, and service on May fifteenth. It has been running since. April 27th, 2022. So it lasted just barely over a year. It is a season of death. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I wonder if, if some of these now are like made with the intention of them running for basically no time and just siphoning as much money as they possibly can out of whatever small audience they have and then leaving it's possible though as deranged as that is they might that might be the plan pop-up service games but at the the same time this this game has a lot of assets i went and looked at gameplay Mm -hmm. and like sure the sprites are really tweened because you can kind of get away with that on a mobile phone but there's a huge amount of art in this game and it kind of pisses me off that it exists yeah it like that that sort of thing with all of these makes you think, no, this was intended to keep going and they just pulled the funding because nobody played it. Mm. Yeah, I feel like we're, we're coming up on the end of this now because it feels like companies are starting to realize, which is probably why they're shutting down like after a year now. It's like, no, guys, everybody who plays a, who is susceptible to a gotcha game has one now. Mm-hmm. They're not going to come play yours. They're playing Fate Grand Order or Grand Blue Fantasy, or Ark Knights, or Genshin Impact. They're they're not going to play Echoes of Mana, or whichever Tales of One Namco released this month. Because <sighs> there's whatever. been like six Tales ones. Yeah, or whatever tie-in with the newest Final Fantasy, or other other game like that. God, remember when 15 had four of these or something? Oh, they're all still running. They're very successful. Oh my God, what? That that we are under attack one, my lord, is like consistently in the top 20 best performing things on iOS store. That's insane. Because nice. they got they they got they got like housewives into it, I guess. 
All right. Uh, okay, uh, next thing. Sega announces 404 game re colon set for iOS and Android. Uh, this is directed by Yoko Taro and uses classic game IPs reimagined as anime girls. Mm. They showed off Outrun, Afterburner, Virtua Fighter, and Virtua Cop. This is different from Sega Hard Girls, which is something they used to do. Is it? No, but they're just <laughs> pretending it is because that was whole consoles. This is, mm. These are individual game franchises. Very different. Ah, well, this has Yoko Taro involved, so it's uh, uh, creatively rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, presumably they'll let him do some weird stuff. I don't know if we're even getting this in the U.S. Yeah, that's it's questionable. It has Yoko Taro's name attached, so mm -hmm. we tend to get stuff with his name attached because he has name recognition, right? Yeah, it could just be that thing of we only did the initial announcements fully in Japanese and it was an intention to do like a push in the U.S. later. Mm. I still assume this will also close down within a year or two. Because I think that the near one's even closing down. Is it? Oh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, so. That's neat. Um. Oh, man. You know, I'm going to hold off on this, this news for a second. Uh, <laughs> Fight and Rage is coming to PS5 and series uh, systems. It has 120 frame per second mode. This is a really cool, like, uh, old tool beat em up, like uh, Streets of Rage style game. Mm. Yeah, it is, it's really cool. I liked it a lot from what I played of it. I'm, I'm excited to play a version with 120 FPS mode. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming out uh, March 1st. So it's not even like a full month away anymore. I'm. I'll probably pick that up again. <laughs> uh, okay, this one was really funny. Uh, they announced C Smash VRS um, for PSVR 2. The demo comes out uh, March 23rd. Mm -hmm. This game is a reimagination of comic Cosmic Smash, an arcade game that never came to the States. It was only in the US, or sorry, in the UK and Japan. And then on Dreamcast in Japan only. And this, it, it's like a really weird game. It's a, apparently a mixture of Squish. I'm sorry, of what? Okay, I also need to look this up. Squish is a racket. No, no. W what's the name of this game, Bob? Squash, sorry. Squash. Squash. Wait, did you not know what Squash was? I never heard of I Squash. I wondered why you described Squash in the news here. Have, have you ever heard of Squash, Quish, Chris? Yes. <laughs> Quish quiz yes i have all right i i was unaware i have played squash it seems cool it's scary yes and loud <laughs> i uh went and looked up like a professional match of it oh god it was like oh wow yeah they oh put I, I never <laughs> i never played the racket version i played the version they let kids play where you use a like a dodgeball oh yeah oh. Wall ball. Mm. that sounds a lot safer mm-hmm uh th th this they put him in a glass box and have them hit the the ball at the walls around them man uh but this is like a like retro aesthetic 2000s era or i guess like 90s era looking 3d models where they're all plain white mm. with uh orange outlines um and it's like a, a vr version of that neat so that was cool and it also mixes with breakout 
So I guess that there's not just versus other people. There's literally like, oh, I need to break out or destroy blocks. Um, Sounds good. So that's exciting. Sounds like a cool VR thing. It's made by Wolf and Wood, which are a VR developer has been going basically since 2014. So their first game was on the prototype for the uh, Oculus. Nice. Um, that was a chair in a room. And their newest game is Hotel R&R. I have no idea if these are good. Uh, at least I've been doing it forever, so maybe. Um, let's see. My last piece of news. <laughs> In a report that Microsoft made to the UK CMA, they admitted that putting games on Game Pass caused a significant decline in game sales. Say it again, Bob. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> they admitted that Game Pass leads to a significant decline in game sales. They reacted exactly the percentage. In a filing to a government agency, <laughs> they is... have officially said this themselves. Shut the fuck up. I don't give a shit in 2008 when it had just started. Phil Spencer told an insane lie about how it affected Forza sales. You know, you know. So many times people brought that up to me and I'm like, he's lying. He has right. no incentive to not lie. Mm -hmm. And if you're not stupid, you could tell by the fact Game Pass got big fucking games the first couple years. Then that stopped and that stopped entirely. Now they now they only ever get double A shit at most. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I there's think, a reason. Yup. Yeah, they still get big stuff once in a while, like we're getting Atomic Heart next week. But it was, I would it was say a that's a double A that. game. Yeah, it's, I would say that's a double A game. I wouldn't even say that's a triple A game. Like it, it's on the top Wolong. of that pile, but it's in that pile. I'm sorry, that trailer made me sold me on it's a triple A game. It's very big and important. <laughs> <laughs> it has plot twists, guys. It does. It tells you a story through cutscenes. They made that very clear. <laughs> well, you're probably right. It probably is lower end, man. But yeah, this this is insanely obvious, so it's great to just see it come out. Mm -hmm. There's there's all sorts of fun stuff coming out of the UK. Yes, it's really great when they have to <laughs> literally tell them, like in no mixed messaging, no weird terms, exactly what's happening with their business. <laughs> there, there was yeah, the it's, one... it's, it's it's been really embarrassing to see people cover this, like even Polygon. It's like. Well, well, maybe it works out some other way. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. That's why Game Pass is failing. Yeah, it's that's like why that's why Microsoft's financials in the past past quarter came out. And it's like uh, the Xbox division is bleeding money, even as Game Pass subs subs went up because Game Pass does not make the money. It is not profitable, no matter what Phil Spencer says. You just can't trust anything Phil Spencer says now. Because yeah. he'll say something and then they'll file something with a government body saying the opposite. I mean, they. It feels like they have not let Phil Spencer talk directly to the public in a while. I don't know. It feels like he's on some fucking podcast every other week. It used to be that way, but I feel like I haven't seen those since the beginning of the year. That's because they're getting ready to fire him and he's training his replacement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hope. I really do hope. Oh my. <laughs> There's wild articles coming out of the last couple of weeks of the CMA shit out in the UK, like um, they're getting into it with Sony because you know they're they have all this legal shit going back and forth, and Microsoft has right of discovery, 
but they keep asking for shit like internal employee reviews and Sony's counter suing. They're like, this is clearly harassment. <laughs> <laughs> I knew they were asking for way too much, but I did not know the, the lecture level. Yeah, it's yeah. Part, part of the reason we're mess. probably going to get a state of play soon is one of the things that Microsoft is demanding is like Sony's internal release schedule. Mm-hmm. So they can go look at all these huge things Sony has. We don't have nothing. Our dick is so small. Please let us buy this huge company. So I assume at some point Sony's going to be like, we better tell people this shit exists before we have to, before they find out through court documents. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. and like, like last week with um, that insane CEO who went on, <sighs> where did she work? Did she work for Activision? She was bitching about The Last oh, of Us. Yes, yeah, she, she, she was Activision's uh, CCO, I think? She was something in the C-suite. Anyway, to, to forestall this, the fact that Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard is anti-competitive has nothing to do with how well Sony is doing. No. Let that go. That's not an argument. Yeah, I have well, to wonder. Well, that's the only argument they have, and the other is pretending that Xbox is a different organization from Microsoft, which it isn't because we wouldn't be having this discussion. Microsoft, uh, Xbox would have already gone out of business multiple times if they couldn't just siphon money from Microsoft as a whole. Yeah. No, it's it's real frustrating. Uh, you guys got any more to say about this? I think it's funny that this finally came out and we can stop having to we stop having to listen <laughs> right. to, to Phil Spencer ever. Oh, it's so good. Um, but I, I don't really have anything else to say about it. No, nope. that's pretty There's much, not much it. else to say. Uh, all right. I guess that means we made it, guys. We got we got through the podcast. Oh, wow. Right. Pr- pretty soon we're going to get a text from Dan that we haven't been live in like 40 minutes. Uh, don't say that, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, all, I'm sitting here like now worried about the next step where I have to upload this stuff. Oof. Um, so that's exciting. If anything's late, you know why? <laughs> uh forgive me please uh so let's go to the next screen whatever that is let's see Um, oh wait wait bob what's up what what are you doing in the next week oh right that's important (laughs) tomorrow i don't (laughs) (laughs) uh tomorrow wanted dead Mm. wanted dead we're probably starting around three o'clock eric will be here very excited to play through this mediocre game it definitely it's going to feel like a continuation of seventh gen wonderland just got to learn to suck the marrow from it yeah some concerning things came out like apparently the producer in some japanese interview said yeah we wanted to focus more on the gameplay and the levels but the, the people giving us money were told us to do many games so I'm scared. Oh, that's going to be a good stream. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, Chris, what are you doing in the next week? I'm going to be streaming Saints Row, the Saints Row. Oh, fuck. That's right. I had forgotten because it made me sad. <sighs> right. May, may, maybe that game will be great. Maybe everybody will have been wrong. Mm-hmm. Please, please, God, let them have been a little bit wrong. Right. <laughs> Because the when I once I saw footage of enemies having armored health bars, I'm like, oh, you mm. fucked up bad. 
Oh, right. And we're going to try and do a PSVR 1 stream sometime before 2 is out. But we'll see if that oh. happens. Dan Dan has to come back in town. And then we need to set up that stream somehow. And it's sure, surely very complicated. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Let's go to the, the ending screen. Let's see. That. Yes. All right. That's good. Okay. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Are we going to do the. Will this do it? Yeah, there's the song. <laughs> you guys can still hear me, right? Yeah. I need somebody to rain. Yes, we'll do that after this. Thank you for listening to Big Think Dimension. Uh, this podcast is only possible because viewers or listeners, viewers, and patrons uh, go to patreon.com slash gbpodcast to support us, please. It helps so much. <laughs>